every Thursday, special bonus episode where we answer the questions that are on your mind. Make sure to spend your Tuesdays and Thursdays with Trey. Subscribe now at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Hope to see you. America is listening to Fox News. No let-up at our southern border where migrant apprehensions are soaring. According to federal officials, during the first four months of fiscal year 2021, there were about 296,000 migrant encounters. During that same period for 2022, there were more than 672,000. That's an increase of 126%. Meantime, the Supreme Court plans to hear arguments on White House efforts to scrap an immigration policy put in place by former President Trump. Justices agreed Friday to hear the administration's appeal of lower court rulings forcing it to reinstate remain in Mexico. It compels asylum seekers to wait in Mexico for hearings in U.S. immigration court. Arguments will take place in April, with a decision expected by late June. President Biden suspended the program on his first day in office. But after a Republican-led state sued, a federal judge ordered the policy put back in place, and a three-judge appeals court panel agreed. Tom Brigatti, Fox News. Staying in Mexico, there's reason for avocado lovers to celebrate. An avocado ban south of the border threatened to leave many lovers of the green fruit between a guac and a hard place. But Friday, the U.S. Embassy in Mexico announced that a ban on imports had been lifted. Earlier this week, the flow of avocados from Mexico had been halted after an American safety inspector received a threat on his official cell phone. This after he raised safety concerns. The U.S. Embassy reports Mexico will be enacting measures to keep U.S. inspectors free from violence. Tom Graham, Fox News. Another sure sign of inflation, Burger King is removing the iconic Whopper sandwich from its discount menu. The chain's parent company is also planning to raise prices across the board to offset higher costs and staffing challenges. I'm Pam Puso, and this is Fox News. Best of Times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana, celebrating age and maturity, helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The Best of Times, your host, Gary Kaligas. Good morning, radio listeners. I'm Gary Kaligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only magazine and radio show for mature adults in Northwest Louisiana. Thank you for tuning into our show today. Also thanking those who might be listening live via the Internet at www.710keel.com. Also thanking those who might be listening via the Keel application on their Apple and Android devices. We thank AARP Louisiana neighbors, tenant country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer for being the exclusive sponsors of the Best of Times Radio Hour. In just a few minutes, we're going to discuss the reasons why parents should discuss finances with their adult children. So stay tuned to the show for some very beneficial information for you and your loved ones. It is Saturday, February the 19th, and we are broadcasting our radio show today from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel and 101.7 FM, a town square media station here in Shreveport, Louisiana. However, today's show has been pre-recorded, so we will be unable to accept calling questions and comments from our loyal radio listeners. Be sure to pick up the February issue of the Best of Times at one of our 270 distribution locations. We do thank you for the many compliments about our magazine. We do appreciate hearing from you. 
This issue, the February issue, is a very, very popular issue, and there are very few printed copies available at our 270 distribution locations. But if you're unable to find a copy, you can always visit our popular website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to view both current and past issues of our magazine, as well as to listen to previously broadcast shows here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. In addition, you can view the current Silver Pages Senior Resource Directory. Speaking of Silver Pages, the 2022 edition of Silver Pages, the Senior Resource Directory will debut on Saturday, March the 5th, at a Senior Health Expo beginning at 8.30 a.m. at Centerwell Senior Primary Care Center located at 2900 East Texas Street in Bossier City. This is our most popular publication used by seniors, boomers, and their family members, as well as many others to find needed services, products, and information in our area. It will also be available at our 270 distribution locations, but also you can view and download it from our website at thebestoftimesnews.com or our app regarding Silver Pages. Again, it will be released to the public on March the 1st, but also on March the 5th, we'll have the debut at a Senior Health Fair. This Senior Health Expo, sponsored by Centerwell Senior Primary Care and the Best of Times, uh, will take place on Saturday, March the 5th from 8.30 a.m. to 12 noon at 2900 East Texas Street in Bossier City. Of course, free admission, free parking, free flu and pneumonia vaccines will be available at no cost. Light refreshments and snacks, information and giveaways we offer by many, many exhibitors. There will also be medical information presentation. Free tours of Centerwell Center will take place. Attendees will be able to pick up a free copy of the newly released 2022 edition of Silver Pages Senior Resource Directory. During the expo, you can register to win our fabulous grand door prize of a large screen smart TV. You can also register for many other door prize drawing. You must be present to win any of our door prizes. For the first 100 attendees at our expo, you will receive a $10 grocery certificate. So be sure to come early to get one of those uh, gift certificates at the grocery store. Again, pick up the February issue of the Best of Times for more information about the Senior Expo on March the 5th. Also, you can pick up the March issue of the Best of Times for more information about this Senior Expo. Make plans to attend the performance of Shreveport Rising, the story of Shreveport and Northwest Louisiana civil rights movement via dance, drama, songs, and images today, Saturday, February the 19th, beginning at 7.30 p.m. 7.30 p.m. at the Strand Theater in downtown Shreveport. For more information and tickets, please call 318-226-8555, 226-8555. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by AERP Louisiana and Abares Town and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Know what's nice? You could drive to Whataburger right now if you wanted to. Yeah, you could hang a Louie, talk to Reggie at the counter, and get a freshly made 100% beef double meat Whataburger with melted cheese and fresh cut veggies on a 5-inch bun. It's just the delicious freedom you have living in the land where there's Whataburger. Of course, some people aren't in that land. 
wonder what they're doing right now. Probably thinking about a road trip. Whataburger, just like you like it. At Kroger, fresh groceries are our thing. So we check your delivery order for freshness at every step from farm to store and pick and pack every veggie in your free pickup order with care because we treat your food the way we'd want ours to be treated. We're fresh every day, so shop anyway. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. And now you'll find more ways to save on your favorites. When you download digital coupons, you can use up to five times in one transaction. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome back, Bayside! They're taking school spirit. The fun's just getting started! To the max. This is gonna be awesome! Saved by the Bell. New season streaming now. Let's do this, baby. Only on Peacock. At Citizens Bank and Trust Company, they know that many of you listening are on different journeys. Some are gearing up for a first-time home purchase, others are expanding, and some are ready to retire and downsize. No matter where you are on your journey, CBNT wants to help you take that next step. If you're looking for a friendly banker to help you get started, look no further. Let CBNT help you achieve your dreams today. They're only a call away. CBNT is an FDIC member and an equal housing lender. Find them at cbtbankco.com. Have you always wanted a healthy, beautiful smile? Well, Invisalign could be the answer for you. Hi, I'm Dr. Katie Beach of Shreveport Bossier Family Dental Care. Invisalign treatment is the most advanced, clear aligner system in the world, backed by more than two decades of innovation. Unlike metal brackets and wires, Invisalign clear aligners are virtually invisible. And because your aligner is removable, you can keep brushing, flossing, and eating as you normally would. By taking a fast and precise 3D digital scan of your teeth, I can map out a custom treatment plan just for you. Visit our website today at ShreveportBossier.com. Dental.com. Hi, y'all all. This is Moon Graffon for Two Johns Steak and Seafood right here in Boulder City. If you want a really good USDA prime steak cooked to perfection or some of the best seafood in the state, you got to check out Two Johns, voted a top 100 steakhouse in America. Enjoy white tablecloth, fine dining, local artistry, a grand piano setting the mood, and a luxurious bar stock with your favorite wines and their signature cocktails. For the holidays, gift certificates are available that you can purchase at the restaurant or online. And with the weather much cooler, the courtyard and patio are now open for outdoor dining. Trust me, it's awesome. That's why I make it a point to dine at Two Johns whenever I'm in Shreveport, Bossier. Open Tuesday through Saturday with lunch on Friday. Trust me, you need to dine at Two Johns Steak and Seafood on Airline Drive in Bossier City. Reservations recommended on the weekend, so call them at 841-5646. That's 841-5646. Online at 2, the number 2, johnsrestaurant.com. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Q. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and Ebers, standing country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is a special guest. It's Miss Cameron Huddleston, who is with Careful Family Financial. He was a careful family financial expert, and she's going to share with us the reasons on having those essential financial conversations with your adult children. So thank you, Cameron, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you so much for having me. So, Cameron, tell us a little bit about Careful Family. So Careful is a digital service that provides financial account monitoring, credit monitoring, and personal information monitoring specifically for older adults. 
uh, and it can also be used by caregivers of older adults to monitor their accounts and help protect them and help keep their finances organized. Wow, that's, that's a very impressive impressive litany of services that you can offer uh, seniors, boomers, and caregivers throughout the, throughout the United States and really the world, right? Because you're digital, you're exactly. you're on the you're on the web and it's virtual as well. You don't have people there to help uh, to visit the person, but you deal with them on the phone probably and then set up accounts, etc. I also know right. So what? Go ahead. I was gonna. I was just gonna add quickly that what it does is you you link your accounts, your bank and your credit card account, and it provides twenty four seven monitoring for money mistakes and signs of fraud, and you're gonna get an alert when careful spots something unusual. So it's a great way to protect your money as you age. Well, especially getting those alerts. I have it on my various credit cards, and I'm telling you, it saved me a many a many a headache. That I've got it on most all on all of them. And uh, just recently had a fraudulent uh, uh, transaction reported, and just quickly I called them and said, "Mr. Caligas, glad you caught that because this person was going to keep trying some." And I said, "That's what I I love your little text and your emails to me that I quickly respond, and they don't know if it's legit or not until you inform them, right?" Exactly. So you wrote the book called "Mom and Dad, We Need to Talk: and How to Have Those Essential Conversations with Your Parents About." their finances. So should parents be waiting for their children to, to come to them to have this conversation or should the parents or initiate it? I would say don't wait for your kids to come to you because they probably won't. And even though I wrote a book encouraging adult children to be having these conversations, you know, surveys have found that most adults never have these conversations with their parents and so consider it as doing a favor to both yourself and your kids by having these conversations sooner rather than later. So why should they do that? Why should why should uh, the, the older adults consider doing this? Right, because why in the world would you want to share your financial information with your kids? It's none of their business, right? At least that's what a lot of us might oh, yes. But the truth is, <laughs> the truth is that your finances will likely become your children's business at some point. More than half of adults, 65 and older, will need long-term care at some point. And that's, you know, assistance with activities of daily living. And so if you are relying on an adult child to help provide care, that child is going to have to get involved with your finances. And even if you never need care, as we age our financial decision-making ability declines. It's just part of the aging process. So it's important to have someone there as a second set of eyes to be looking out for you, to be protecting you from those scammers who want to take advantage of you. And of course, we all die and we can't, we can't get around that. And so your children are going to have to deal with what you leave behind. And it's so important to prepare them for that point so that it's easier. I mean, it's it's hard enough to lose a parent, but if you're going to have to deal with a big mess and you don't know what sort of accounts they have, what sort of assets they have, it's just going to make that grieving process that much more difficult. And so it is really important to share this information with your children so that they can help you if you ever need help and so that when you do pass that they are going to be prepared to deal with what you leave behind. 
Well, let's let's also emphasize the fact there are many, many single parents taking care of kids and even adult kids. And those, I think, are the most serious situation when those single parent does not tell his or her kid, adult child, children, the finances because something could happen to him or her, right? Exactly. And that would be exactly. very, very difficult for that individual being if there's only one child or multiple childs to handle the situation. I mean, it could be a car accident. It could be a serious illness. It could be uh, anything could happen that they could be in trauma that they were unable to do. And if they don't have all the other particular living wills and and uh, powers of attorney, et cetera, at least starting, at least you started off, if you had the finances and discussed where things are located, where my will, where's my living will, et cetera, that, that the child won't be scrambling, what do I do next, and, right? Right. I I was a caregiver for my mother for 12 years after she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. She was on her own because she and my father had gotten divorced several years before she was diagnosed, and my father had actually passed away, and he had passed away without a will, even though he was an attorney. And so that was a lot of fun to deal with, and oh, I had wow. to say that jokingly. <laughs> I, I, and um, and then when I had to step in and start helping my mom out with her finances, I had not had conversations with her. I was and had been a personal finance journalist pretty much all of my life, but I didn't realize how important it was to have these conversations and she hadn't shared details of her finances with me. I had a general idea, but essentially I had to play detective. And just a quick story to just share the importance of having these conversations because I didn't know the details of her finances. Because I had to play detective, there was an account that she had that I didn't even realize it existed. It was an investment account, and I knew about her primary accounts, but this one had slipped under my radar. And I didn't learn about it until she was already in a memory care facility and getting letters from the the company where this account was, and they were saying that they were going to turn it over to the state as unclaimed property for lack of activity. And this was an account that had wow. $50,000 in it, and I didn't wow. even know it existed. Yes. So I don't know how many people out there, you know, really like the idea of having all this money that they've worked so hard to accumulate and save over the years and then something happens to you and your kids don't know about it and then it's turned over to the state as an unclaimed asset. These are the type of situations that you can avoid by having conversations with your adult children before there's any sort of health care emergency or financial emergency. And and tell them, Cameron, in that scenario, I've heard that happen several times. Uh, where individuals would not did not disclose their other uh, assets, even abroad, that the person might have, and then they were because of no activity. Some banks and some institutions have that policy in there that they can they they assume you're dead, and they don't want to contact you. <laughs> they try to contact you, no response, and then they they assume that, and then it, it's sad. And no telling how many millions and millions, probably billions. Uh, go back to state and um, federal governments that relate to that. It's amazing. Right. I mean, there, you're right. I mean, there are millions of dollars in unclaimed assets out there. So what is, I know that all my listeners out there are saying, Gary, I'm not going to tell my 14-year-old my finances. 
he's going to probably buy video games and, and buy lots of stuff. He knows that I'm, you know, worth worth this amount. He goes, Dad, why don't we? Why don't I only get one video game a year from you for my birthday? <laughs> right? I, I can just hear that one now. Or download it. They probably don't even buy video games anymore. They they download everything. That's that's right. You just get it online. <laughs> that's right. So so how how old should a child be? Adult child. Uh, be before they well, discuss finances with, or, or does it depend? I still think a single family, single parent taking care of an individual should talk to them as soon as they can understand finances. My husband and I have been talking to our kids about money since they were little, very young. But that doesn't mean that we were sharing every detail of our finances. You know, we introduced the the concept of money to them when they were young. You know, we. As they've gotten older, you know, we've shared information with them and helped them understand, you know, spending decisions, and they have a general idea of where we stand financially. Once your children are adults, though, you know, in their 20s, you know, out of college, it's a good idea to sit down and have a conversation with them because you never know when something can happen to you. My dad was 61 when he died of a heart attack. I was 28 years old. I was 35 when my mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease at the age of 65. They were both pretty young when bad things happened to them. And like I said, I had not had conversations with my parents about their finances. You want to have these conversations while you are still relatively young and healthy, but you don't have to give them every detail about your finances you know you want to give them at least a general idea of where you stand financially you want to let them know what sort of estate planning documents you have do you have a will a power of attorney a living will you want to give them an idea of what sort of insurance policies you have you want to talk about long-term care and you know what you would what type of care you would like to receive and where you would like to receive that care if you ever need it um, and by having these conversations sooner rather than later, you and your children can come up with a plan and you can get a sense of what sort of care and support they might be willing to provide you as you age and they're going to know what you're, what you're counting on from them and if they need to make adjustments to their lifestyle so that they can help you as you age, they're going to have time to do that. You just don't want to catch your kids off guard and, and, you know, force them into a very difficult situation financially by not telling them that you're expecting support from them at some point. So what happens if a, a parent has three or four kids, adult children? Do, do you talk to all of them in a group meeting or do you talk to them individually? Uh, what is your recommendation to our listeners out there? I do think it's important to talk to all of your children. That doesn't mean you have to sit them all down together at one time, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to tell them all the same information. Now, if you have one child, you expect to be more involved with your finances, or that child is going to be named the executor of your estate and is going to have to handle your estate when you die, or that child is going to be named the trustee for your trust. That child definitely needs as much information as you're willing to provide about your finances. But I think it's a good idea to give all of your children 
a general idea of, again, where you stand financially, the one you expect to be more involved, you want to give that person more information. You don't have to tell them what's in your will, though. You don't have to say, hey, Sally, you're getting 50%, and Bob and Adam, you're going to split what's <laughs> left. You don't have to tell them that. I mean, if you want to, that's fine. But you don't have to. And I know a lot of people are reluctant to discuss their finances and their estate plans because they're afraid it's going to lead to fighting with their kids. You know, so what they need to and know is... That has hey, happened. You know, I've heard of individuals oh. that that has happened, that they gave a little bit too much information early on. And there was some, there was some uh, shifting. There was also some lobbying, you might say, with the parents on why did you do that? And there was a little disagreement up there have many, been many stories and many true two tales about that. So, yes, you got to be careful if you have multiple children and how you're going to go about uh, going about sharing your will. But I think the important thing is to say you have a will. I, I will tell you one quick story that uh, I've been promoting on my show as well as having lawyers, et cetera, come on here emphasizing the great need of having a will. And I still, when I make presentations to groups, I ask the quick question, how many of you have a last will and testament and like 50% of the people raise their hand and I ask why don't you have one and some of them say well Gary I don't need one uh, they're just going to divide everything in my estate equally with all my four kids this is congratulations that's not going to be that easy these days you know mm -hmm. uh, and they, well, I'm still do not believe that they need a will but more people as my attorney friends say they go to you know all the legalities involved and then the after someone dies, and there's going to be a lot of fighting amongst the, amongst the, the siblings about if there is not specifically stated in the will who gets what and why, and et cetera, right? You are 100% correct. If you die without a will, the state has one for you. And it might, state law might not divvy up your assets the way you want them to be divided among your family members. And you can't just expect your family members. To work it out because I will tell you money changes people you think everyone in your family gets along until mm. money comes into the picture and then the fighting really does start so you need to put your wishes in writing and you need to tell your family where to find that will where to find that trust you know how to access it because if you're gonna you know leave it up to a judge to decide how your assets are going to be divided you know, not only can it lead to fighting, it can be very expensive for your family members who end up paying attorney fees and paying court fees if they want to do get out in court. Yeah, that's what I want, to like, em you know? want you to emphasize to our listeners out there. You, if you don't tell them a lot of details, you're going to have a lot of investigation. That, and the investigation by financial experts, CPAs, lawyers are going to cost you. They're not going to do it gratis uh, unless they're part of the family. But most of the times... Uh, you know, you're going to have to pay for those services, which add on could be considerably thousands and thousands of dollars that you didn't really didn't have to spend, should not have to spend, if a little bit of planning was done beforehand. Exactly. And, and yes, I mean, it does cost money to meet with an attorney to draft a will, but that cost is lower than what your family might potentially have to pay. Um, and... You know, it's really important to have those other estate planning documents, too. You need to name someone to be your power of attorney to make financial decisions for you if you can't. You need to have a living will 
that spells out what sort of end-of-life medical treatment you do or do not want. You do not want your family members deciding if you are in a coma whether to keep you on life support. That needs to be your decision. Don't make them decide that for you. That's, that's too difficult of a decision to have to make. You also need a healthcare proxy, someone who can make medical decisions for you if you are unable to do so yourself. And I know a lot of people think, well, my spouse can do this for me. <laughs> well, if you and your spouse don't have a joint bank account, your spouse cannot get access to your bank account, you know? And so let's say that you do develop dementia and, you know, you still have a spouse and the spouse is making sure the bills are getting paid, but if your spouse can't get access to your bank account because the spouse isn't on that bank account and it's not named your power of attorney, your spouse can't get access to the money in that account. And so everyone, all adults, need a power of attorney. It's not something you need to wait to do until you're older. I mean, once you turn 21, you need to name someone to be your power of attorney. And I know people might think, well, I don't want to give my children that much power. Well, here's a way around it. You you draw up the document. You, you choose one child. It's usually best to just name one child or have one person and a backup. Um, and if you've got more than one person doing it, they need to be able to act independently of each other. But you have an attorney, you name them general durable power of attorney, and then you hang on to the document. And you tell your child how to access it and under what circumstances. Because without the document, your kids cannot just call up your bank and say, hey, I'm dad's power of attorney. I need to get in there and start making That's transactions. Right. The, bank, the bank has got to see the document. You're retirement account. Okay, let's you know, hold that thought. We'll be right back with more information. But now we're from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by AERP Louisiana and Ebers, Tenant Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep. Gary Kalidas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Buy one, get one for a dollar. Deal. It's buy one, get one for a dollar at McDonald's. Get a delicious McDouble, tasty small fries, savory four-piece chicken McNuggets, or a flavorful hot and spicy McChicken. Buy one, get one for a dollar. You can get two of the same item or mix and match them. Any way you choose, you can't lose. Only at McDonald's. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for product of equal or lesser value cannot be combined with any other offer. Make the switch to the checking account you deserve. Make the switch to a Bartsdale Federal Checking Account and get your debit card with rewards. Rewards you can use for travel, gift cards, and even cash back. Bartsdale Federal appreciates your business, and they show it with great rewards. Checking accounts with debit card rewards from Bartsdale Federal Credit Union. Open your account at bfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. See bfcu.org for membership account and reward details. At Kroger, fresh groceries are our thing. So we check your delivery order for freshness at every step from farm to store and pick and pack every veggie in your free pickup order with care because we treat your food the way we want ours to be treated. We're fresh every day, so shop anyway. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. And now you'll find more ways to save on your favorites. When you download digital coupons, you can use up to five times in one transaction. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, honey, hand me that wrench. Shouldn't we call a professional? Don't worry. I watched that DIY video on my phone. Fixed it. 
Plumbing problems? Where are the professionals? Mark Johnson Plumbing. Call the plumber number, 318-255-1332. Cohab is Shreveport Bossier City's premier collaborative workspace where teamwork and innovative thinking makes up our core. Cohab is where you can work together, conspire, and build amazing startups with an amazing community network. If you've been wanting to join a motivated and forward-thinking network, this is your opportunity. We're offering a free week to those who want to learn more about Cohab. For more information, check out Cohab.org. That's Cohab.org. This week at Macy's, we're ready for a winter pick-me-up with an extra 20% off when you use your coupon or Macy's card. Or shop incredible specials like 30 to 40% off designer handbags and 65% off coats to finish the season in style for him and for her. And get 1,400 thread count sheets for just $39.99. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. See Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices exclusion supply. Yo. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AERP Louisiana and Ebears 10 and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is a special guest. It's Miss Cameron Huddleston, who is a careful family financial expert. And she's sharing us with us reasons on having those essential financial conversations with your adult children. So thank you, Cameron, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you so much for having me. So we, we've started discussing the reasons why older adults should talk with their adult children about their finances. Anything uh, caught your mind that we should emphasize to our listeners out there about this topic? Yeah, just highlighting again how important it is to have these conversations sooner rather than later to give your kids some information about your finances in case they ever do need to help you as you age so that they can be prepared to step in and provide that help. And you need to lay the legal groundwork for them to be able to help you. Naming a child as your power of attorney in your health care proxy to make financial and medical decisions for you if you are unable to yourself. Having a will that spells out who gets what when you die so that state law doesn't determine how your assets are divided up. It's really important to have all of this in place sooner well, rather than later. Let's talk about an important aspect of this, uh, which I highly agree. My father did it with, with me many, many years ago, and it was the blessing uh, of my mother that I knew all this because she did not know anything. It was not true. He didn't share anything with my mom other than him taking anything she wanted, she got. But uh, luckily, he had done that uh, two and a half years earlier before he passed, and it was much easier in the transition. And, of course, his state uh, settlement, the probate, all the other aspects, and paying the bills and continuing on all various operations that, uh, that mom and dad and business operations that they did, which continued them. So, you know, without that... That's I don't know what would have happened, uh, and most people, it, if they don't do that, it gets it gets a little bit chaotic, right? Right. I mean, your mom would have probably struggled to to figure things out if she wasn't playing an active role in the finances, which it sounds like she wasn't. You know, and that's that's pretty common among a lot of older adults, where perhaps just one spouse handles everything, and so you know, if if 
the husband is handling all the finances and passes away and, you know, mom is left on her own, it is wonderful to have an adult child who can step in and has that information to help out mom because I mean, it's, it's incredibly difficult to lose a loved one and when you have to deal with the financial side of things, it just makes that time so much more difficult, that time of loss. And I've heard of individual families where nothing was taken care of, no bills were paid, nothing was, and they kept getting notices, and and they were, it was distraught by by the spouse that they didn't want to take care of everything. You know, all of a sudden though, the, the adult kids started figuring out what was going on there and stepped in, but you know, it took them a little while before they got involved, and sadly, uh, that scenario. Cameron, let's mention one other important thing. You may have those conversations, you know, the adults, the mature adults may have it with their kids, but don't you suggest that, which is what my father did, like, God, I don't know how many years ago, many, many years ago, he jotted down a list. He wrote in his own handwriting various accounts where the wills were, where uh, power of attorneys were, where all the particular, where all the uh, property, I mean, I didn't know they had property in Texas. Uh, different properties were located, the rental situations, that he had rental properties, and et cetera, bank accounts, stock accounts, you name it. Uh, he listed all of them for me because, you know, if you're, you're conversing with somebody and don't tell them here they are, where they are, give them little details. And But he made me a, a list, and he said, you know, keep this in confidence. Hope you'll never have to use it a bit soon, but I'm sure you will. Uh, isn't that important to write it down? Yes, your dad, it sounds like, did everything right. And I think for anyone who is reluctant to tell your adult children the details of your finances, do make that list. Even if you are having the conversations, make the list. But if you're reluctant to sit down and have the conversation because you feel like it's awkward, make the list of all of your accounts, the account numbers, the usernames, the passwords, your insurance policies, the type wow. of investments that you have and tell your kids where to find it and again under what circumstances they're allowed to access it because if they don't know what accounts you have you know when you when you pass away they're not going to know what accounts to to close they're not going there might be property that you have like your dad did in Texas that you didn't even know about and you know you don't want you don't want that property to be, to be left un if you've worked hard your whole life to secure your finances, you want to protect them. And that requires identifying someone you trust to help protect those finances for you as you age and when you die. Okay. The other aspect that I've, I've had different um, recommendations by financial planners and attorneys and I'll tell you what my father did. So at this particular meeting, which I was like 23, 22 years old, I'm 71, 50-something years ago, uh, he said, Son, Gary, I want to add you to all of our banking and checking accounts. Uh, so in case something happens to me, you can access it and not have to go through all this gobbledygook of even if the power of attorney you have immediate access to any of the funds that you can pay the bills and take care of it. And uh, 
so he did that. He, the next day, we went to all the banks. He had several bank accounts, and we added my name as a signatory in power on all those particular bank accounts. And uh, other people tell me, boy, he really trusted you. And I said, well, I trusted him. I, I never... I never wrote a check out in his uh, on any of those accounts until he passed away. Then I started signing on behalf of uh, the bank account. Mom was there, but she hardly would ever write a check or, or any kind of, you know, she would never. Uh, even later on, she hardly ever broke any checks off of her different checking accounts. So I was the one making paying the bills. So do you suggest that as well? I do not, and here is why. I mean, certainly you need to to trust someone to do that. You need to trust someone to name them power of attorney. But the issue that you run into when there are joint accounts, when your father added you to those accounts, if he added you as a joint owner, that means that account is technically as much yours as it is his. And if, let's say, you were to get into some sort of legal trouble and someone sued you. I mean, they could go after the money in your dad's account because that's your name is That's what they told me that, yes. That's what they, so several attorneys told yeah. me that. That's the issue you run into with joint accounts. And it can also affect you if you have, like, adult children. Well, let's say you have high school students and you're applying for financial aid for college. Well, you're going to have to report the income, you know, the money in those accounts because, again, you are a joint account owner, and so that can affect your child's eligibility for financial aid. And so I would discourage people from setting up joint accounts. With that power of attorney, you, you do have full access. I was my mother's power of attorney, and you know, once she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease, we went to the bank, and we showed them the document. I was added to her account as power of attorney I could write checks I could make transactions for her you know I reached out to her you know financial institutions I reached out to her you know Medicare Advantage provider you know and I even you know set up uh, myself as social security representative payee I was her Medicare representative Mm -hmm. and so that power of attorney gave me really all of the power that I needed to manage her finances for her once she was no longer able to. Well, after my father died of several years, I did close out all of his accounts and started another ones for mother only, and I was off of those accounts. I still had the power of attorney with my mother in case anything ever happened to her, and so it, you know, it eventually got totally out of my liability aspect, but initially it was for several years, totally in my liability as well. So it was rectified a little bit, you might say, because eventually I got off all the accounts. <laughs> and uh, so, again, she handled, She, I began to teach her a little bit. And, you know, she lived in 96, so she ended up having to write some checks, and she figured that out eventually. She could handle that pretty well. Uh, never wanted a credit card, though. That was the weird thing. I tried to get her get her credit card. No, no, I'm going to pay only in cash or check. Uh, no credit cards. I uh, couldn't get her to get the credit card. I couldn't get her to get direct deposit for their Social Security check. That was another camera. Oh, goodness. She wanted to hold those checks for as long as she could and would not deposit them until I kept reminding her, Mom, you got the check sitting there. And you have, I think, last month's too. Yeah, I do. I just want to see that right there on my 
right dresser. I mean, it was hilarious in a way. Okay, so continuing on, uh, the important, I want you to stress the importance of uh, telling your kids and, and, and if your kids are going to be your health care proxy or uh, uh, may God bless you and your family. God bless America. Have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you again for listening to our show. I look forward to seeing you at the Senior Health Expo on Saturday, March the 5th, 8.30 a.m. to 12 noon at Centerwell Senior Primary Care Center in Bossier City. I'm Gary Caligas, wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 9 a.m. for more Best of Times. This is 1017 FM and 710 Keel.